children will bring the answer. It will not come through us adults. There is no junior Holy Spirit. Your sons and daughters will prophesy alike in these days. Amen. I can't come up with this. This is too good. <laughs> and the impression that I got later after this, kind of seeking the Holy Spirit on it, the impression that I got is that the children will return prayer to the schools. The children will do it, Amen. not the adults. It doesn't mean they might not help facilitate it, but it'll be the children. Because what the enemy has raised up by giving children rights that they shouldn't have, about being transgender or having transvestites in the schools and blah, blah, blah. So what the enemy has raised up by giving children rights that they shouldn't have, it'll backfire on the enemy. And the children will demand their godly rights. Yes. Amen. It's just awesome or what? You know, because what Satan meant for evil, God will use for good. That's right. It's not about, I'm not going to preach, but it's not about gun rights, you know. Um, I'm a handgun licensed person. I'm all about the Second Amendment. I think there does need to be some reform, so some good might come out of that part of it. But in the spirit, this is what God is doing and what God is saying. So you know, we're to pray into the prophetic. You know, just like the Apostle Paul told Timothy, right? You know, to wage a good warfare with the prophecy that was spoken over you. So this prophecy that was spoken by the Lord over our nation, the prayer of return to the schools, we're just going to intercede and pray for a moment Amen. and activate that. So Lord, we just come before you and we thank you that you've given us authority <laughs> over everything on the earth. And I thank you, Lord, for raising up the children, that the sons and daughters will prophesy alike in this day. They'll prophesy in the schools. And they will proclaim that you are God, that we are one nation under God. It'll permeate and 
and move through the schools swiftly. It will not be a long, drawn-out work, but it will come swiftly. It's not by might or power, but it's by the Spirit that it will come. And we declare its release from heaven to come into the earth realm and produce all that you have said it will produce in the hearts of the children, and they will help bring revival to the nation in Jesus' name. Amen. The prophecy of Joel, where he says our children will prophesy. Pastor, that just excites me to tell you this: that probably four years ago, the Lord started stirring in our hearts to get the churches to adopt the school. Oh wow! Okay, and start praying for that school. So we did at our church. It was Bonnet just down the street. Yeah, go ahead. And all through it. the summer, we were able to go in and pray and, and this sort of thing. And we do not know what happens, what happened, but uh, I think... I have another pocket. And then, yes, that just wasn't we were not okay. allowed to come back anymore. So we just prayed for it, not being there. But we walked the halls, lay hands on the, the, uh, the uh, places where they put the books and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, then we had a, we had a, got to pray for all the uh, people working there during the summer, you know, getting the place ready for next uh, fall. Whew, man, I'm telling you, fire God was all over the place. Amen. Amen. Well, that was just, that just confirms what I was going to share. Well, one of the things that we are praying, as in Glow, uh, we've been, uh, our prayer coordinator nationally was saying, you know, we, we, they have started going to the schools and praying over the schools. You know, there's no distance in prayer. We can plead the blood of Jesus over our schools, our teachers, our children. And I want to share something that I was, I've heard uh, what a witch herself that is converted now has shared that she would, and others would volunteers to go into the school and they would touch the children trying to whatever they do, you know. And, but you know, uh, but they could not touch the ones that uh, they had, the parents or whoever, the grandparents and the aunts claimed the blood of Jesus over, okay? I'm getting chills up here with all that. So we need to take that authority, not only in the schools and the children, bless your children as they go, where they go to college, wherever they are, there's no distance in prayer. Claim that blood of Jesus over them for protection, angels around them, wherever they are. But not only that, through all, all, our government and uh, local, you know, and to the courtrooms and anything that we go, we need to start standing up and claiming the blood of Jesus and taking Amen. back the territory in this land, right? Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. It doesn't matter if they go into that school. You know, we can claim the blood of Jesus over the children that we don't know, you know? And I mean, we have Helen here. The Lord's calling her to go into a school and, and her to do the same thing. I mean, she's waiting for an interview this week. We're calling favor for her in Jesus' name because this is her purpose to go in there, to do just this. And she already has someone in agreement with her that oh, she spoke over the phone and had an agreement plan. The, the okay, principal let me grade. tell her real quick. Oh, the new principal at Whitney ISD, she hadn't even met me. She said, Helen, I have your application right here. She said, can you come in Monday, this coming Monday for an interview? And I said, well, do you mind if we pray together? She said, yes. So we prayed. And I, I'm spirit filled, and I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm bad. I, I want to give the devil a black eye. Amen. Righteous anger. Righteous anger. And that's what we need to do. We need to start standing up and taking it back. Yes. Power in our words. we got to realize what we walk with. The Lord is within us. We're the temple. You know, everywhere we step, we claim for the kingdom of God. 
you know. So we got to take that mindset with us wherever we go and try to tell others about it, encourage us, because you know, we're not just, we have to remind ourselves we're not just going to a job. We're just not walking through this world. We're not just going shopping and paying our bills. We were here for a reason and a purpose. And we're going to accomplish that. With the great awakening that he's, he's shaking and waking us and, and he's setting us on fire. So, Lord, I just ask you that your Holy Spirit fire just fall. You you have a pen. Just like on the day of Pentecost. You know, they were, it said where they were sitting, where they were sitting, the fire fell upon them in Jesus' name. Praise your holy name. Okay, so we're also really grateful that the Lord has sent Pastor Carol Sisson with us. Let's give her a hand for welcome. Welcome. She's going to minister after a uh, uh, little bit later down. You know, we, we do our worship and all that before. But we want to welcome her. She's come a long way. She's been a pastor since 1999. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I've tried to say 1989. She's traveled the world. She's been to Italy and uh, Belize and all, ki all kinds of different places, <laughs> every country. She's international and national and local. We're glad that he has her locally here. From Katy, Texas, she has her start, a little white church in Katy, Texas, beautiful church growing over there. She's powerful. She's a powerful teacher, prophetic. I mean, she walks with the Lord, talks with the Lord, and she's going to share the Lord with us today. So we welcome you today and the, the, the message the Lord has for you, and you'll just have free reign let Holy Spirit flow. Thank you. We're so grateful for that in Jesus' name. So we're going to start with our worship with the sounding of the shofar. And as we welcome our King of Kings and the King of Glory. Amen. We'll go into worship and then we are. If you don't have elements, we'll have them passed around because we are going to do the Lord's Supper as well. Amen. Okay, so thank you. Sit back. We're about to have a great ride with the Holy Ghost. <laughs>
and
your words unstoppable. All things are possible in you. Thank you. 
hear it when you move, you make my heart pound. When you fill the room, you're here and I know you are moving. I'm here and I know you will feel me. Who can search the depths of me? 
She's going to give me a word.
All-sufficient one, all-sufficient one, we adore you. Gilo, 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 arrande bibaradaranuasa. Hey, show, hey, show, hey, show, adando eaba. Fusha kalarara, ala, ala, rovababuesitura. Gloria sutura de boba ruya. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Woo! Thank you for your anointing, Lord. Thank you for your anointing, Holy Spirit. Come destroy the yokes of bondage, Lord. 
Come and have your way. Come and have your way. I worship. Amen. I exalt you. I exalt you. I exalt you. Oh, I worship you. In the beauty of your holiness, I exalt you. No other like my God. We will press in, Lord. We will press in to your presence, to your glory. Let the Shekinah glory fall. Let your glory fall. drink you in, Lord. We breathe you in, Lord. told me to wait until after this next song and I thought oh Lord if I fall over <laughs> yeah what then but it was good because it stretches me to carry the anointing a little bit longer and it gave me an opportunity to ask Carolyn's permission to give this word to her <coughs> So the Lord says to you, sorry to mess up your hair, he's crowning you with a greater glory for these end times that we're in. And pay no mind, pay no attention to the possibility that your years ahead may be less than your years behind you. Pay no mind or attention to that because he has the ability to compress time and he's compressing what would have taken 50 years into five months. And he is so excited, just like it was when he went to the cross, that he endured it because it was for the hope that laid before him. And he's excited that someday you will take this crown and throw it at his feet. 
continue our worship now as we prepare ourselves to receive the Lord's Supper and come into his presence of Thanksgiving. That and I have Angel and also Desiree that's going to come and minister that, that word and that to us. So you two ladies, my dear sisters, my beautiful sisters, make sure this one's on as well. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise be your holy name. Thank you, Lord, for So she's safe because she does the bread and I do the blood. So it's kind of dividing here, but co connected. <laughs> okay, she's safe, do the bread. Okay, you know how um, the daily breads of your allies. Every day we have to deal with something. Every day we have to deal with something that on our lives that uh, sometimes not good things. It's good when it's a good thing, but it's when it's come in the process of the Lord work on us, it's, it's painful. And since Jesus uh, was broken and, and his body was cutting and he bled and the representation of this is it's not just Jesus on the cross, but the suffering that all of us have every day. That is our daily bread. So, Lord, I'm asking you to bless in everyone in this room for every suffering, every process. Because we are a pressing like, like the olives to make olive oil. And when we pass that pressing, that's representation of Jesus suffering. And it's also for us, but he did already in the cross. This is just, just a reminder how beautiful this is to be alive. Thank you, Jesus. Break your brain right now. Let's eat that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the sacrifice. And he with the us in this process, we know alone. Thank you, Lord, for that. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. As I was thinking about his blood, I, I thought about you know, the blood is the atonement of our sin. And we never arrive when we're on this earth. We're always sinning and doing things that hurt God. And he just wants us to remember today that he shed his blood on that cross. And in that blood, there's nothing, nothing that we have in our lives that is difficult for us to overcome that his blood will not overcome and he wants us today to just say, God, this thing in me that I just cannot get under your blood. I've tried and I've tried. And God, I need it under your blood. Today, as we drink this cup, let's make a new commitment to him to press in harder and to allow his blood to wash us from all unrighteousness and everything in our life that is unclean. Father, we thank you today that this is a new day for us, God. And that, Lord, every struggle, every difficulty, everything, God, that we need to put under your blood, as we drink this today, Lord, let us have that miracle power, that resurrection power, and that washing power of the blood of Jesus that sets us free, Lord. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Now, Lord, we take it in your name. In Jesus' name, amen.
Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That was beautiful. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, you are beautiful. We give you praise and glory that you do wash us and cleanse us. Amen. Make us whole again. We're going to continue with um, our offering as we cast our breads upon uh, the water, then we'll come back to you and have these go to minister. I love the passion version of Luke 6.38. You know, giving is worship is an act of worship. And um, I just would like for the Lord to just move upon your heart. Get what, he tell, get what he tells you to give. Just let him move the Holy Spirit. Luke 6.38 says, Give generously, and generous gifts will be given back to you, shaken down to make room for more. Abundant gifts will pour upon you with such an overflowing measure that it will be, be seen over, the, it will run over the top, but it will overflow. The measurement of your generosity becomes the measurement of your return. So just give with a joyful heart. Thank you, Lord. I got my check. Huh? I'll just give that Thank you, Lord. We love you. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are absolutely good, Lord. I love you, Lord. And your mercy never fails me. All my days I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up till I lay my head, I will sing. Of the goodness of God. All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. Every breath that I am here, I will sing of the goodness of God. I love your voice. You have led me through the fire in the darkest night. You were close like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend. Run after me. 
secret lips running after, running after me.
Hallelujah. Thank you. Oh, my. The anointing is so high. 
Good to see all the church down south. <laughs> or out east. Which one are you? There's Ruby walked in the door. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, the anointing is so heavy in this place. Lord Jesus. If you can't preach in this kind of anointing, you just might as well give up preaching. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It is very powerful. Is this on? I don't know. Can you not hear that? Okay. There's a button that we push here. Do I need, I got, I'm wired on both sides. There you go. Do, do, I, do, I, do I need to turn something on on the other side too? Oh, no, I don't think so. She's wired with all the guys. Amen. I enjoyed my brother back there. You'll have to come over to our church and teach our men how to do that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Sandra, you got some oil for me. Hallelujah. Oil? <laughs> Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay. <laughs> you can feel it. You know it's there. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Thank you. We got some. Okay, yes. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. My brother, my sister here. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When we were worshiping, the Lord showed me. He said, when he comes again, he says, well, I find those who are faithful. The Lord says, I found you faithful. And he said, your voice is strong. Your spirit is strong. And he has you standing on a wall. And he says, there is no one else to fill that wall. And your voice and your spirit and your prayers, the Lord said, are filling that wall. And hell can't come against it. So do not be discouraged, said the Lord. Because your spirit is as strong and your voice is as strong. And the Lord says, I have you on my wall. I'm going to need some Kleenex. You know, the preacher's not here. I got some. My nephew um, told me one time, Aunt Carolyn, the speaker is not supposed to cry. Aunt Carolyn, you cried. <laughs> Yes, it's okay. Praise the Lord. Okay, now we're good. Yes, thank you. Good to see Eileen here. And you have a friend with you? Yes, Pam. Pam, is, it, uh, you, is this your regular, this first time? Okay, well, I just, this is Lorraine, and she's wonderful, and y'all get connected, and she will love on you. And this is a powerful, a glow group. The spirit is very high here. And y'all are doing incredible work, and it is good. Hallelujah. I want to salute Aglow for their continued work, for their continuation, not stopping. A young, I just come out of a Nigerian conference last week. We were in conference all week, and uh, we had three continents there of uh, ministers in this conference. And um, 
Sunday, they, five of these pastors, young pastors, came to uh, our church Sunday morning. And one of them gave me this word. But I have it for a glow as well. And after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried out with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their forehead. What the, Lord, what the young prophet said to me is that God has been using me to stand with this angel to hold back these winds until God's people are sealed. A glow has been doing that. Of course, I'm not the only one doing it. God has set people with that anointing to hold back these winds until God's people are sealed. What he didn't know is that 35 years ago, I was doing a Bible study, and it was before I ever started the first church, uh, that the Lord spoke to me in the Bible study, and he says, Carolyn, wherever you go, I want you to seal my people. Well, I was sharing this last night at our Wednesday prayer group, and uh, we, we have Zoom, and so one of our Wednesday night prayer people lives in Tennessee, but she was part of that prayer group 35 years ago in the home, and she remembers when the word came out. So my church, and when I say my church, I mean the church where I fellowship with God's people. I'm not owning it. God owns it. Okay, but my church heard, they'd heard me say that because I've sealed them a hundred times, you know. I sealed them against that COVID wind. That wind was a, well, that was, that COVID was a wind. Okay, your DHS just put out an announcement that you should be warned that this summer there's going to be violence released in our nation and that he's warning you. Well, I got mad. Okay, because they should not be warning me. They should be warning the people that's causing the violence and say, hey, we're coming after you. We're going after you. Don't you even think about it. And they're warning me. But you know what? God has placed his seal. He has placed his seal for us to come alongside that angel to hold back these winds. He's given you the authority. Uh, the, the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church. There is going to be an army raised up uh, that's go that is going to push back the gates of hell. Yes, Lord. We don't have to worry about the gates of hell. That's right. And that's what's happening as we're coming out of all of this tribulation. And normally I start preaching. As a matter of fact, I have a word. It's called the anointing. Um... But I was, the Lord spoke to me at the, I had preached on the glorious gospel at the first time I preached at that conference. And then I was coming up real fast and the Lord said, I want you to preach on the anointing. Well, the Holy Ghost just fell on it. I mean, he blessed it and I said, well, Lord, you did such a good job the first time. I'm going to take this to a glow. But I really feel if it's, if I may, Lorraine, that I'm supposed to seal everyone here today before I preach. 
if you want me to seal you and with the sealing coming in alignment with that angel who God's people are being sealed I'm not the only one that carries the seal of God but I know for a fact even had it confirmed by a young preacher from Nigeria that knew nothing now my church has been sealed was driving over here this morning I was thinking out loud and I said I think I'm going to seal them this morning. Sonia says, well, thank goodness I need to be sealed. I said, Sonia, I said, Sonia, you've been sealed a hundred times. <laughs> she said, but I need it again. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Okay, so uh, shall I go around and do it, or shall they just walk past, or how do you want to do this? Okay. Yeah, but I didn't put seal on him. I bet he's already sealed too, but let's do it again. I place the seal of God upon you in the name of Jesus. Oops, I'm dropping my oil. I place the seal of God upon you in Jesus' name. I place the seal of God, and it has to be upon the forehead. The seal of God upon the forehead of the 144,000. Well, I'm telling you, 144,000 is not a literal number. 144,000 is God's elect, those who are separated out. In Jesus' name, well, I got it. I got it. I'm just going around in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to be to God. Let's just have our sealing first. Hallelujah. Hey, really? Okay, I'll just I'll just marinate in it because I'm gonna be talking. I'm gonna be talking about marinating. Uh huh. Yeah, amen. Yes, come on now. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I got my workout. So this past Sunday was Pentecost. Hallelujah. Uh, there's a lot of anointing in this room. Makes it easy to preach. And uh, y'all are powerful, powerful intercessors. Y'all are, you're doing a tremendous work. You're even protecting the coastline. I see your prayers are a mighty protection for what comes in on that coastline. And even the coastline of the nation. Coastline of the nation. Hallelujah. 
So the name of this message is The Anointing. And the Lord spoke to me at the conference. He says, Carolyn, I was going to preach the next morning. He says, preach on The Anointing. So Matthew 16, 15 through 16. Jesus said to them, Who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Christ equal Christos anointed. He is the anointed one. 1 John 2.20 You have an unction from the Holy One, and you know all things. Unction, charisma, and urgent are smearing the special endowment of the Holy Spirit equal anointing. We live below our provision, church. We have to stand in who God says we, we are. Like we have to stand in this anointing that we are holding back the, the winds of judgment until God's people are sealed and the harvest comes in. Then you could say, well, who am I to do that? I'm just a worm or something. No, you stand in who God says you are, and it's not being humble calling yourself a worm. You're not being humble to say, look at me, see how meek and lowly I am. No, you stand in who God says you are, and you decree it and declare it. Amen. 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 You go in boldness, church. Somehow somebody taught you that you're supposed to go around um, just like you're just, you don't have any power at all and somebody has to tell you what to do. You are supposed to be bold against Amen. the very fires of the devil. Amen. You are supposed to be the fire that puts the devil's fire out. Amen. You're the crossfire. Glory be to God. And we will not get to the place in the glory of God unless we pass through into the anointing. A Holy Bible says the anointing is poured out, it's smeared over, and it's rubbed in. Joel, Joel 2.28. Who, who, said, who, who said that? Marcel. She was here when I preached. She was there when I preached that at, uh, the other night, whatever night that was. I don't know. <laughs> Wednesday night. And uh, Kathleen was there, too. Glad to see you today. I will pour out my spirit on all people, all people, even on my servants, both men and women, and I will pour out my spirit in those days when we have been blessed to live during a time when God has poured out his spirit, he used a glow to do it. He was one of the, when, God, when the charismatic revival came in and the spirit of God came in, a glow was right there and God brought forth a mighty army of women and, and men and we all received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. About 1973, I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So somebody, some of you might not have been born that year. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the second expression of the anointing mentioned in the scripture means to smear over. This is the Holy Spirit covering us with his anointing. This morning we were covered. We were covered with the anointing. 2 Corinthians 2, 14 through 15. For we are to God 
the pleasing aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. When the world looks at, at you, oh, they're going to judge you by the Christ that's in you. You just remember, you just lay all your foolish stuff down. When people are, they're going to judge you. And they're, go, and they're going to, if they want to sin, they'll find something wrong with you to give them an excuse to sin. But you just keep living Jesus and letting Jesus shine through you. And then when they crash, they're going to come back to you and ask you to pray with them. I've lived long enough to know that's happened over and over. The first two dimensions deal with the anointing upon us. The third dimension deals with the anointing within us. Ministries can operate in the giftings with great supernatural power and still fall into moral sin because they have not submitted themselves to the third dimension of anointing. One can operate in the gifts with no anointing. I said you can operate in the gifts and have no anointing. He won't take the gifts from you. But he'll take the anointing from you. But he'll take you out if you're operating. You can sit on a bar stool and you can prophesy. I'm talking to somebody. And when we submit ourselves, and my sister said that, the beautiful lady in the pink, as she was talking about eating, uh, eating the bread. When we submit ourselves completely, to the work of God's Spirit, we must become marinated by the anointing. Many are no anointed by God, but cannot carry the weight of the anointing. You've got to be able to carry the weight of the glory. You've got to be able to carry it because Satan is going to come against you. Guess what? Once you start carrying the weight of the glory, you're going to have to deal with attacks. And until you are strong enough to overcome persecution and rejection, you're not ready to prophesy and minister. And every prophet has to overcome persecution and rejection. We have to be able to carry the weight of the glory. Some people want to skip this process. I was, years ago, this lady told me she wasn't going to the cross anymore. She'd been there and she wasn't going back. Well, I, we're going to participate in his suffering, the Bible says. He was, he was, he was uh, approved by God, and he, be, and he became perfect by which he suffered. So we're not going to miss that process. But we must let the anointing work within us. The anointing comes to do a job. And one of its assignments is marinating us in God's process of preparation. Now, I don't know about you, but I got the baptism of the Holy Spirit back in the day. I thought I had everything. Yeah. We did. We had it all, didn't we? I mean, it was wonderful. And then one day the Holy Spirit began to work a work in us. I prayed the prayer, and I'll never pray it again, that David prayed. Lord, if there's anything in me that doesn't please you, would you please show it to me? I was probably about 33 years old. And I thought I had arrived, I guess. 
Oh my goodness, it got so bad I couldn't stand it. And I finally said, Lord, please don't show me anymore. Just, just let me try to work on this because it is so bad. So for those that you have arrived, we've got a process going on. Now, it did look like to me that some people got it all right, right at one time, but it wasn't the way it was with me. It was in levels, measures, degrees, and step by step. <laughs> there is a process in the things of the Spirit. And it comes through our brokenness. I was very careful not to have a broken heart. Wasn't going to let no man break my heart, I can tell you that. Even the one I was married to. But then the Lord let a child bring me through a broken heart. He will bring you to a place where he will break your heart so that he can put back his heart into you. But God can accelerate the process according to our submission and our obedience and our recognizing that we are totally dependent on him for everything. We need both the anointing with upon and we need the anointing within. The anointing is the manifest power of God that sets us apart. And the word anoint means to dedicate to the service of God. Chris Harvey defined it as the favor to go, the grace to do, power to be, and the strength to continue. I was preaching at my church recently. And I, I told them that there is a drive inside of me. And that and it compels me. I, it won't matter what you throw at me. I'm going to preach. <laughs> There's a preach in me. You, you, I can, I'll just stand out and preach to the cows. It won't matter. I'll stand on a stump. If there's no one to hear me to preach, there's a preacher in me that is going to preach. That's the anointing. That's the anointing that takes my body. There is no me. It has gone years ago. There's nothing left in me but that which drives me. And that which drives me is the Spirit of God that is in me that decrees and declares God. And some of you have got that in you too and people don't understand it. Don't worry. They don't have to understand it. You just let it take you where God wants you to go. Amen. It's a divine enablement that helps us to accomplish God's supernatural purposes here on earth. And don't let someone tell you you were not created for supernatural purposes. Yes, you were. By the Spirit of God that comes in you, you are to do more. You are to do greater works than what Jesus did. The greater works ministry is to come through the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the supernatural process of the anointing. And I know I'm preaching to the choir today. I told the Lord I would be. I said because a glow has walked in. This has been a glow's power since they began. He releases it to men and women so that they might accomplish things through his divine ability allowing us to do things we cannot do in our own natural strength and which he does not want us doing in our own natural strength I will confess another thing of my youth 
I was probably in my 20s, late 20s. And I told the Lord, I said, now, Lord, if you don't put a stumbling block in my way or you don't get, in, you know, anything doesn't come up, I just take care of this and I can go ahead and take care of everything. He showed up. <laughs> he showed up. I was in my 20s then, just saying. Got <laughs> uh, I didn't want to trouble him, you know. I just handled everything that needed to be handled, and he could go ahead and take care of his real problems. <laughs> I was the problem. And I'll tell you, while I'm confessing, I, might as well, I may have already told you all this. I probably did because it's one of my favorite stories. Is that uh, I was teaching, preaching, prophesying, very happy traveler with my husband. My children were grown. And um, so I was with this minister and his wife one day, and I said, um, God would never call me to pastor. <laughs> I would take all the ding bad heads and knock their heads together. It wasn't six months that the call came, and I became the Dean Badhead. <laughs> I was getting my head knocked together. Praise the Lord. I'm so glad I counted all joy. Amen. I wouldn't go back to being those other women. I became another woman, and you will become another woman under the anointing, another man. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. And the only way this power works, if we're willing to let go of our own natural power, our control, and cooperate with the power of the Holy Spirit. So it doesn't matter how cute you are. It doesn't matter how smart you are, how many degrees you have, how popular you have been all of your life. Although if you dress nice, it kind of helps people to when they look at you. I, now, I used to be I, very proper. I did. I, the Lord told me I had a stiff neck. He did. He told me. and But he delivered me from my stiff neck. Okay, but I was a proper Christian, proper Christian lady. So I dressed, I, I, and nothing wrong with blue jean suits, okay, and, and that. But I had this very sophisticated blue jean skirt and dress, and I looked very proper. And I was getting dressed one day, and he says, Carolyn, I don't want you looking frumpy. <laughs> I figured that was my permission. I didn't, I could get me some glitz. I could get me some bling bling. And I didn't have to look frumpy anymore Amen. to look spiritual. You see, I was trying to look very spiritual so I would be approved. Well, usually the older lady set the standard for how proper we should be. <laughs> bling, bling. Bling, bling, bling. <laughs> I have permission. I let go of my natural self and I cooperated with the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay? It is in this place of submission that the raw revelation of God is seen clearly as he demonstrates his supernatural ability through our lives. The anointing releases the gifts of the Spirit to function freely. 
1 Samuel 10, 6. The Spirit of the Lord will come upon you, and you shall prophesy with them, and you shall be turned into another man. It will change your personality, your behavior, your attitudes, and your giftedness. As a matter of fact, whatever it was that you were operating on before that made you strong, it's just going to fall away. You're going to lose it. Because he's going to want you to become totally dependent on his giftedness. And he did the same thing when he called me to pastor. I was moving in the prophetic. I was teaching a prophet to the, I, he was giving me prophetic messages to the nations. And pastor is a very different flow. It's a very different anointing. It's a very different hat. And you have to learn how to flow in that. So I had, these giftings were my crutch. I had to let them lay down to allow him to build that pastor in me. Because it's a very different flow of the spirit. And then he began to restore the others back after I began to walk in my, in my calling of what he had called me to do. And that's a whole new dying. Every office is a whole new dying. You will become another woman. You will become another man. I became bold. I stand in who God says I am. I'm no longer afraid. He told me when he called me to pastor, he says, Carolyn, never tell a man and God your gifts and callings. I'll tell the ones I want to know. So I, may, I just stand in who I am. And if God didn't tell you, well, that's between you and him. I've had to tell a few pastors that. They come up and told me that I couldn't possibly be a pastor <laughs> because I was a woman. And I just said, well, this is what God told me. And I just turned and walked away. I don't have to defend myself. He said he'd do it. So it, it, see, that's, that's not an issue for me. Never has been an issue because he told me up front. Never was an issue. My face became as flint. I'm no longer a victim. I'm no longer a, a doormat. And I became victorious. We go from strength to strength until we all appear before God in Zion. And just as there are three realms in the spirit, there are three dimensions of the anointing. The anointing of the priests, the prophets, and the king. The anointing prepares us to take up our position, and this is key to our calling, or to the job that you're in. The anointing also activates the mantle over our lives and makes us effective. So that means you've got a call on your life. A prophet will come in and tell you that you're going to have this incredible, awesome call on your life, and this is what you're supposed to do. Guess what? That has to be worked in you. That means that once it, the guy gave you that word up front uh, because you were going to get ready to be attacked, uh, and he wanted you to be ready before the attack come to stand in what God sees in you and what God has called you to do, uh, not what you see in yourself. Got anointing on that, Lord. Got a witness. Did y'all get a witness? Yes. Somebody needed that, huh? Maybe me. Spiritually speaking, the anointing is associated with the hand ministry, 
the fivefold apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. But the anointing isn't just about the fivefold ministry. In its purest, purest flow, the anointing brings a grace to carry out the specific will of God for your life, of the reason you were born. Amen. The hand of the Spirit, the Spirit is Puma, 1 Corinthians 12, 4, anoints men and women with the gifts of the Spirit. Jesus comes and gives you the calling and anoints you for your office. You will have a visitation of Jesus himself because the office has come from Jesus. But the Holy Spirit gives you your gifts and he brings that which is Jesus's and he brings it to you. And in everything he does, he magnifies the Lord. Puma for the diversity of operations, but it's the same God which works all in all. And Theos is the Godhead, Father God, Lord Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. So you're anointed by God to your ministry. If you're a student, you're anointed to be a better spouse. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> to be a better spouse, there's an anointing to be a better spouse. Yes. On Mother's Day, all my mothers get anointed to be better mothers. My fathers are going to get anointed on Father's Day to be better fathers. Amen. To be a business person. Yes. To, to raise your, a better parent. Uh, with the wisdom of heaven. To do what the Spirit has ordained you to do. That means you've got to lay down what you thought you wanted to do. You're anointed to be sent. And, what, and who God sends, he pays for. I don't ever worry about money. God and I cut a deal in a dream years ago. And in the dream, I told him that he told me I was going to do something, which was open doors that had been closed in the spirit. And I said, well, you sure better provide the money and give me a backup singer. Well, when I, I may not have the money. I, when I get there for whatever it is he has sent me to do, the money is there. It has always been. It always will. I will never worry about money. And I have always had a backup singer. The best. Now, see, I would never have cut that deal with God in the natural. Okay, because I would, I would, who am I to cut a deal with God? You know, he cuts his own deals. You know, I mean, who, who am I? God cuts his deals. But see, it was in a dream. And the Lord wanted that deal cut. It was a covenant he cut with me in that dream. Right. He cut the covenant. I got to finish. What time is it? Oh, back there. Five after 12? Okay, we learn how to grow in grace. John the Baptist grew in grace, and Jesus did too. So that means that uh, you and I are going to go and grow in grace too. Does that mean that mean we got some grace growing to do? Now you may have got it all. Praise God. <laughs> the Son of Man was sinless and spotless from his birth until his death. But he was not declared perfect until he had learned obedience by the things which he suffered. God received him back into heaven as perfect man. 
I want y'all to hear this now. This is, this is the main thing that I'm going to teach y'all today, okay, because y'all know everything else I've said. Okay, where perfect humanity was absorbed back into deity, making him to be both Lord and Christ. He said, I must needs go back. He had to go back into the heart of God, receive that name. See, he came from the bosom of the Father. He had to go back into the bosom of the Father. Receive that name which is above every name in earth, in heaven, or under the earth, that now he might come forth again in the spirit of truth. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth of the Son and the Father who comes forth from the heart of God to begin the circle of truth over again. And as he comes to us, he comes to bring from the heart of God from the bosom of the Father, all that divine glory and power and life that is now inherent in perfect God and perfect man. Because he came and he overcame the Adam nature and he became perfect in that which he suffered. And when he went back into the bosom of Father, he took with him Perfect God and perfect man. That the perfections of the risen and glorified Christ might become our very life. He must needs go away back to the Father. That in the coming of the Spirit of God into our lives we would have one who would take the things of Christ and reveal them unto us. And he will have a glorified church without spot or blemish. It will happen. It will happen. Amen. I continue to grow in grace to serve the Lord as a pastor. Whatever your season of ministry or of life, it will take growing in grace to be able to fulfill your ministry assignment and your life assignment that God has given you. The daily breaking and sacrifice of serving the Lord in the office of pastor has made me better. All of my issues have fallen with the burnt offering of my fleshly pride. The sacrifice and paying the cost of obedience, faithfulness, perseverance, Forgiveness, refusing to be offended, <laughs> forgetting rejection, long-suffering, have all had to be burned on the sacrifice of fire. I count it all joy. My heart is filled with love, gratefulness, peace, no regrets, and as far as I know, no offense toward any, and no regrets toward any. And this is the cost of allowing the anointing to be rubbed in. And I am closing here. Have I failed? Yes, often. And I've even shared with you some of my folly and failure. But not all. Have I had to cry out for grace and mercy? Often. But in my own lack, I can also cry out for each one of you and each person that I minister to. 
as I watch God bring in people, process the sacrifice and cost of carrying the fragrance of Christ wherever you go. If we think, keep the things of God to ourselves, and for a long time that was something I had to come out, overcome, was I'm a, I'm a student. I read, I study, I stay in the presence of the Lord, read his word, pray. Uh, but that's not doing any good to the body of Christ if I just stay home and do that. The fragrance that you're carrying, you must take it into the body of Christ. You must not forsake the assembling. That's one of the things that COVID tried to bring against the church, was to put so much fear in the church that you would forsake the assembling. assembling. I, I did not close my church now. I did not. Because I would have been in disobedience to the word of God because we are not to forsake the assembly of God. And the Lord didn't tell me to do that just because COVID came through. No, he told me to not forsake the assembling together. Amen. If I live, I live. If I die, I die. Ready? To, I'm good to go. The anointing enables us to swim in the river of God. Prophetically speaking, when that river flows, we are enabled to do supernatural work. This is a vision given to me, I don't know how many years ago, long time. It was a vision of the Golden River. I was immersed in a river of gold. It was flowing. But I was holding onto a twig at the river bank, not totally letting go to swim freely in the river. End of vision. <laughs> of course, I didn't know what I was holding on to. If I did, I would have been trying to let it go. <laughs> so I prayed. It was probably my ego or pride or something like that. I, so I prayed for the Lord to help me let go, to show me what the twig represented. I then saw myself bobbing down the river. Now, bobbing is not swimming. <laughs> <laughs> but at least I was in there. <laughs> we swim in that river the best we can, empowered by the Holy Spirit anointing. And it seems to me, and so many times, as all of you, I'm just doing the best I can every day, just the best I can. And what the Lord has given me to do that day and when the glory it comes, glory comes, it actually disables me as it did last week. I had to be picked up off the floor after I preached. A young preacher had to come pick me up off the floor. And another one had to hold my hand and get me to the car. So I am disabled by the anointing. So it is a paradox. The anointing enables us, but the glory disables us. I was disabled sitting there in that chair this morning. Because when it comes, we surf on the waves of the Spirit's flow. Amen. There's an ease that comes by surfing. And there, there's a laboring, the Bible says, to let us labor to enter into the rest. But when we are in the rest, everything comes with great ease. 
The Holy Spirit is now carrying us along. And there is no sweat. I don't have to worry about what I'm going to preach. He told me to preach. Okay, so if he told me to preach and he called me to pastor, then that means it's his job to give me a message. So I was sitting there praying during worship and I said, now Lord, all these people know everything I'm going to tell them today because this is spirit. This is a different crowd than I was preaching to last week. But you know what? It's not my problem. <laughs> it's just not my problem. There's somebody here that needs to hear this message. Maybe there's some of you that have gone through what I went through since I told you my stories. The Holy Spirit's now carrying us along, and there's no sweat. I don't sweat. We're building a church. I don't sweat. Somebody out there doing whatever needs to be done. I just write out some checks. We don't have any debt either. We flow in the glory, whereas, and I am not worried about all those permits. Well, I would ask your prayers for them. They got us hung up on permits. We flow in the glory, whereas we pressed into the anointing, but we were actually pressed by the anointing. But we all with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed in the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. God is the glory, the glory is God. The glory is God's manifest presence, his character, his nature, his ability, his provision, and the weight and splendor of his majesty. It is the essence of his beauty. The glory is all that he is and all that he has. And he, John, the book of John says he, he dwells in you. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are inside of you, people. And you're letting your government roll over on you. So last night at prayer, and I'm going to wind this down. Last night at prayer, um, I was saying that we need to pass a law, or not pass a law, we just, Texas needs to just take over our oil and gas and just take it over and run it. So, so my good Joanne Carpenter pointed out to me, Pastor, you can't, um, you can't uh, overcome lawlessness by breaking a law. And I said, well, DeSantis is changing the laws for Florida. We need to wipe, as the state of Texas, we need to wipe out all those federal laws and take over our oil and gas and run it. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. But then we have the Spirit's invitation. There are no limits, no boundaries. You see, just because man makes law doesn't mean I'm going to obey that law. That's right. If it's not God's law. Amen. Um, you say, well, we have to obey the law. Well, I'm most, I've never had a ticket in my life. I've never had a speed ticket. So what about you? <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> I never had a, I've never, never had a citation. So I, my point is, I obey the law. But if Satan made the law, I'm not going to obey it. Amen. And with COVID, 
Now, if you're afraid, I don't condemn you. You know, you do what you, I told my church, they just have to do whatever they have to do during COVID. I said, I'm going to have to preach. You know why? Because that spirit in me that was holding back that COVID wind had to preach. It had to preach. I told them, I said, y'all go ahead and do whatever it is you've got to do, but I'm going to have to preach. They all showed up. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's see. There are no limits. Open your spiritual ears to hear. Open your spirit to receive revelation. God is not negative. Okay. God is not negative. He doesn't operate in the negative. Now, he has the spirit of judgment because there's light and darkness. But God is not negative. He loves you. He's not going to tell you something negative. So if something negative comes out of your mouth, it's not God talking. If you receive negative into your spirit, it's not God talking. One of those young preachers said something profound at that conference. He said, the spirit of the world preaches the world. The spirit of the world preaches the world. So what you're listening to on your television is the preaching of the spirit of the world. And you don't receive that. You receive what God says. Because you've got a different call, a different sound. You hear a different voice. There's a different assignment that God has called his church to. And we're supposed to be storming the gates of hell. They're not supposed to be running over you. Come on. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Well, we just landed there. Felt it by the Spirit. We're standing on holy ground. Sister, pray it. Sing it like you know where you are and where we're standing. Who God called us to be. That glorious end time overcoming church. Don't be moaning and groaning about what you hear on that television. Get mad like I got mad at the DHS. You can't tell me to be afraid. Amen. You can't tell me to fear that there's going to be violence come against me. I, if you won't go after them, I will. Amen. All right. All right. That's right. We're with you. DHS, if you won't go after them, I'll go after them. I'm not going to cower in fear to uh, violence that's going to be released over this nation this summer.
After I preach, I release the anointing back to the body of Christ. If you have a song, sing it. If you have a scripture, read it. If you have a prophecy, decree it. If you have an exhortation, bring it forward. Because we are standing on holy ground. Need a microphone? While Pastor was ministering, the Lord quickened this to me. I don't know if you're here or it's in your family. There's someone that has heart problems. Maybe in your family. I even sense that there's some children.
Thank you. Thank you. Anyone wants prayer, I'll be glad to pray for them, but I've turned the meeting back to you, Lori. What Robert Jr. and and Michael Sr. and Michael, Michael Sr. Robert and Michael. Lord, I take these two boys, young men, by the hair of the head, and I pull them out of the flames of fire, and I call you into your calling. I call you into what God has called you. I break that spirit of addiction off of you in the name of Jesus. I say you will fall, you will burn. It will burn off of them. Uh, these boys are coming out of the flames of fire. And they're going to come into their destiny. And they're going to come into their calling. Uh, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, you you about there helping me, weren't you? You the one helping me, Betty? Yeah. Hey, I like it when somebody preaches with me. Anything in particular? My son, Daryl, is the one with the heart condition. Okay. Praise mm -hmm. the Lord. Mm -hmm. Amen. Lord, I just thank you that this mother stands in the gap and that we speak healing. It has been called out. The word of knowledge came forth today. Angels of God, I send you forth to take forth that word of knowledge and to heal this boy's heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'm exiting a bunch of stuff and so I'm wanting clear direction from okay how old are the boys now uh, 15 and 19 and okay. they're doing good they're where they need to be okay well done that's what I, what I was going to say earlier was well done you've done well you've done well under a lot of pressure but you've done well I think that the Lord has really just just he said that to me and I'm just well done well done. And the Lord says, now you're going to be breaking forth. 
Yeah. You got a couple more years with a younger one that's still going to need some hands-on work. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord says, it, you're breaking forth and you're breaking out and you're breaking in. And you're going to become another woman. The years of the motherhood is ending. And in the process of the next few years, you will become another woman. But you have finished that course. You've finished that season. You've finished that job. And there's a whole lifetime and eternity ahead of you. Okay, my, my, you're an intercessor, aren't you? You're, 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 pray, you pray the word. And, huh? Go ahead. No, yeah. yeah. Tell me about it. Eyes. Okay. I said I'm transitioning to a new place. Okay. Lord, I speak financial provision in Jesus' name and healing for these eyes. In the name of Jesus, there it goes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Healing for her body in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, Sandra, I don't have any money, but would you give her $100, please? Go over there. That lady's going to give you $100. How are you? Good. How are you? Thank you. You know what it is to have the anointing worked in you, marinated in you, God working it in you. He's got a call on your life. He's got his hand on you. Got your hand on your family. Do you have children? Mm -hmm. A boy? Two boys, adults. Boys. Two boys that are adults. Uh -huh. Okay, but I'm seeing one of them. Mm -hmm. God has a tremendous call on his life. And he separated him out. And the things that he's working, how old is he? I have one that's 23 and I have the one that's 27. Okay, I don't know which one it is. But uh, this one is working some things out of his flesh. But the Lord says he's part of the working and he's working into him the call that he has on his life. The Lord says it is being worked into him for you not to be concerned. Amen. Can you pray for my stomach? I'm taking a lot of antibiotics because I've got inflammation in my arm. Okay. And also I start taking like a blood medicine, um, um, blood thinning. Okay. So I want to get over that. Yeah, Lord, I just pray for this. Um, condition in her blood, for her digestive system, for the organs of her body. It'll call the court Lord that everything will be healed. Maybe one of the medicines you need to cut back on. It's creating some stomach stomach problems. Yeah, it's, it's causing stomach problems. Yeah. And Lord says pull it back. Pull it back. Just pro probiotics. Go with natural probiotics. Amen. Okay, mighty woman of God. <laughs> mighty in God, mighty in God. More than you know. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, the Lord says healing, healing's in that hand. Amen, healing's in that hand. The glory of the Lord is upon you, daughter, and upon your family. Um, tell me children. Two girls. Two girls. Okay. Uh, how old are they? 25 and 22. Okay. 
They've been strong. They're strong women. Strong, strong. And they've been strong in, uh, under your hand. But the Lord says, I am making them strong in me. And the time shall come that you shall see that strength. It shall be turned with the power of God. And the strength that I have given them, saith the Lord, even you put it in them when you raised them and you spoke it into them. Did you not pray it into them? Did you not speak it into them? And they are coming forth with that strength in their life. And the Lord says, I shall turn that power up. That power that is in them, and I shall turn it as an instrument and as a weapon in my kingdom. Okay, my yes, Lord, healing in her family. My daughter. My daughter. Yes, healing for your daughter in Jesus' name. Uh, blessings in your marriage, healing, mercy, 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 Lord, mercy, and healing a new life. Okay, your prayers have come up before the Lord. Kathleen, the Lord says, you think your prayers are going only this far? The Lord says, no. Your prayers have come up before me. Even your tears are before me, said the Lord. And the angels have been sent with the messages. Uh, and it shall be my will. Uh, and even that purpose which I have purposed that you have not seen. Uh, but it shall come forth as I have seen it and declared it, said the Lord. Uh, and great shall be the work of your prayers. Okay, Marcella. Everybody loves Marcella. We all love Marcella. So, Lord, I thank you for the strength that she's giving you, giving her for this seat. I'm not even going to touch you. The anointing is so strong, Marcella. You feel that? I'm not even going to touch her. Lord, I have given you strength. I have given you strength for this time in your life, says the Lord. And you shall see great reward. Great shall be your reward, and it shall be a release to you and set you free. Hi there. What's your name? Thomas. Thomas. I like that name. My brother's name was Thomas. My daddy's name was Thomas. The believing Thomas. Hmm? The believing Thomas. The believing Thomas. Yes. Amen. <laughs> also a courageous Thomas. A man of courage to get up and dance with that, in front of these women with that flag. <laughs> Anything special you want prayer? Um, a woman I invited, Rebecca, she didn't come. God has a major call on her life. She's called the nations. I think we're supposed to be doing all that together. And but she didn't come. No. Okay, Lord, you know the woman that you have for him. And how old are you? Forty-two. Forty-two. Okay. There it goes. In Jesus' name, there it goes. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I ask you to bring him his help me to bring him by his side, the one that you have chosen. Thank you, Lord. Whoa, hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Lord says this is your season of marinating. <laughs> marinating. Marinating. The Lord says I am building inside of you a new man. And they shall say who is that man? I did not know him. That is not the same man that I knew. Because there shall be a new man. A new man come up within you said the Lord. And I am building that new man. And they shall say I, I can't even believe that's the same man. How you doing? Anything special? You want me to pray? Huh? 
Am I doing the right things? What God wants me to do? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You loving Jesus. You loving God's people. Your hands are busy serving and loving people with your gift of you have gift of helps. You, if anybody needs help, you're right there. Your heart is there. Your prayers are there. Your wisdom is there. There's a teacher in you. But it's like one-on-one. One-on-one -on -one. One -on -one people will come to you. And the wisdom that he has put yes. in you. The Lord says, gift of wisdom that I have given you, daughter. Give, there it goes. Gift of wisdom, saith the Lord. It shall, it shall be released to many. And I will send them to you at the time they need a word of wisdom, saith the Lord. And you will speak into that situation through gift of wisdom. Glory, glory, glory. Amen. Jeannie. Good to see. I've met you before, haven't I? Have here? Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. I think so. I Maybe thought you. So. Yes. And healing. Do you? You had surgery or? No, no, no. This is just ongoing. Ongoing. Old, old stuff. Uh, we're not taking old stuff. <laughs> Body stuff. How old are you? But I'm 80. I'm 82. But my, just you're wonderful. You are too. I, yes. I would really like prayer for my daughter. My daughter is disabled. And uh, disabled. Yes, and we have had words for the last forty years. Four. She is going to come out of this chair and uh, wheelchair. Yes, and uh, she's a seer. She has dreams. Many people have dreamed. They see her walking. You know. So yeah. Okay. What's her name? We're ready, Tina. Her name is Tina. Tina. Okay, Lord, I thank you, God, for your promise that Gina will be raised up, that she will walk. Lord, that she will be restored, that her health will be restored, and it will be a miracle. It will be a sign and a wonder. It will be a testimony. It will be that the Lord will release a sign to his people, which he raised at the appointed time, daughter. I have times appointed, said the Lord, uh, for things that I have purposed in the Spirit, said the Lord. Uh, there are appointed times, um, and at the appointed time that she is healed, according to my prophecies they have spoken, uh, that shall be as a sign. And when this time comes, it will be a sign. Hallelujah. I'm standing in the gap for my dear friend. She's fighting. She needs two new kidneys, ma'am. Two okay. new kidneys. And now the parathyroids are closing down on her. Okay, what's her name? Her name is beautiful darling darling. Don, Darlene, Darlene, yes, ma'am. Lord, we pray for her friend, Darlene, and thank you, Lord, for a friend who will stand in the yes. gap, Lord, for her friend. Lord, I, her, her, it appears that her body is shutting down, that it is shutting down, and her friend cries out, oh, Lord, heal her, I pray. Lord, we join our hearts, and we cry, and we say, Lord, touch and heal. I ask you to visit her as her healer uh, and that you touch her body uh, and raise her up. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Amen. And I need more boldness. I need more boldness. Okay. Hallelujah. Baptize her with Holy Ghost boldness. In Jesus' name. Thank you, ma'am. Okay. I'm married to a Jewish man. He's Freemason. And he's very mocking spirit. 
mm. towards Christianity. Okay. And we have this thing with bed bugs in our house right now. Terrible. We're trying mm. to get rid of it. And he's mad at me because I go to hotels and he says I'm bringing them in. So anyhow, <laughs> that's my thing. Okay. He's Jewish and he... Uh, Freemason. Freemason. And uh, Lord, this uh, Jewish spirit that is um, scorner the mocker, the scorned and mocked Paul, you remember that's it. And there can't be noble, there is nobility, there's no nobility. Lord, the first drop of blood fell upon the scorner from the cross. They stood at the feet and they and they scorn Jesus Christ. Um, Lord, what's your husband's name? Myron, Dr. Myron. Okay, Lord, he's Jewish. Yes. And Lord, the same drop of blood that fell from the cross on the scorners, I drop it on him in Jesus' name. Jesus. And that he will be delivered from being a scorner in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I bind up the spirit of the scorner. In Jesus' name we pray. There is a spirit of the scorner. Hi. Hello. What's your name? It's Mary. Mary. It's um, just my daughter, L'Oreal, and my son, Jeremy. Okay, how old are they? She's 36 and he's 41. Okay, and they're in the spirit of the world. But she's pretty much in the spirit of the world. Following. Well, she returned to Jesus a year ago. A year ago. And she's fighting to, to align herself. Okay. And, uh, and okay. he is an Asian. They're, what they're fighting is the spirit of the world. Okay. This is the battle they're in. Not being able to separate. Lord, I thank you for these two children are called and separated into the kingdom of God, that you have called them even from their mother's womb. And they have been called and set apart. And so, Lord, I pray that you even release through this generation uh, that they will be over, able to overcome the spirit of the world. And, Lord, that the Holy Spirit will move in this generation, God. I call forth this whole generation uh, to be baptized with the spirit, the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, and that the power will come through them uh, and the faith to come through them uh, to overcome the spirit of the world. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Restoration of all things. Restoration. You're in a time of restoration. God's restoring. Restoring in your marriage. Restoring in your husband. John. Restoring in John. Restoring in your family. And restoring in your body. The Lord says, I have visited you in restoration, daughter. And, I, and it is time when I, you shall see the restoration of all the things that Satan tried to steal. And the Lord, I, daughter, I have heard your prayers and I have seen your faith. And so shall it be. Your body shall be completely healed. There shall be no more cancer in this body. And, that and, and you shall rise up, daughter. And you shall be the one in this family that they're going to look to for wisdom. Hi there. It's my daughter Dominique. Dominique. Yes, ma'am. Hi, Dominique. She's glad to meet you. Yeah. Okay. Let me pray for you. 
I plead the blood of Jesus over Dominique. I thank you, Lord, that he is redeemed and saved and completely healed in Jesus' name. And the Spirit of God will go through his body like electricity and liven up every bone, every muscle in this body, every organ in this body, every chromosome in this body in Jesus' name, that it shall come to life and that any lameness shall be gone in the name of Jesus. I speak life. Holy Spirit, you bring life from the heart of the Father. You bring heart life from the from the very bosom of the Father and Holy Spirit I pray that you bring life and the fullness of life in Jesus name we pray thank you I pray for you please young lady Lord I pray for the anointing to be the mother to this special child and Lord it's a special grace that you give her that she walks in a grace, Lord, that I don't have. But Lord, you've given her a special grace, a special anointing, and a special love. And so Lord, I pray that you anoint these hands. Lord, that you anoint these hands for healing and restoration and reconciliation. And that Lord, through her, that many will come into your grace. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, faithful, faithful, faithful. The Lord says, faithful, my daughter. I have found you faithful. Mm. And of those who are faithful, sometimes they don't get recognized, says the Lord. Oh, but heaven sees your faithfulness. Heaven sees your giving heart. Heaven sees that you're slow to take offense. Heaven sees no offense in your heart. And the goodness that follows you, says the Lord, is it not the angel of goodness? And as you go forth in my goodness, says the Lord, I will be, you will be one who is sent because you will carry the anointing of goodness wherever you go. In Jesus' name we pray. Oh, I had a, I was coming up here for a prayer for my son and my daughter-in-law. Okay. They're, they're trying to have a baby, so they're, okay. they may be going into the in, in vitro, and they want the will of God. So they're okay. just so really... Really I have I have three grandchildren that went they went through fertility and I have three grandchildren because of it. So, but it's uh, how old are they? Well, he, they're both. Well, he'll be forty-five and she's forty-five already. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. so it's God's yeah. and, and God's hands. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We take. Okay. Yes. The Lord, I speak to her womb. Yes. And yes. I speak life into Good that agree, womb. Lord. Yes. And Lord, they're seeking you. For the bringing forth of this child. And Lord, I ask you to speak with them and give them such a peace in Jesus' name. In Je and give this grandmother peace in Jesus' name. Thank you. So beautiful. Inside and out. Meekness of the Lord. Meekness and willingness. Lord has found in you a willing heart. 
and he can use a willing heart because a willing heart is willing to be used for God in whatever he calls you to do. So that means all pride is gone. All pride is gone because you have given your heart over to willingness. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. What can I pray for you? Okay, you married? Not married. Children? A daughter. A daughter. Okay, are you divorced? How long? 17 years. 17 years, okay. Fullness of time. And uh, the direction is for your future? Spiritual ministry. Okay, well, you need to yeah, connect here. If you live in this area, okay, connect. We, they, they will they will love you through, for one thing. Um, Lord, how would you have me pray for your handmaiden? Handmaiden. Handmaiden of the Lord. Handmaiden of the Lord. He wants you to know how much he loves you, that you are loved. And that you are accepted and you are not condemned. You are not condemned. There is no condemnation. And the only person beating you up is you. So, Lord, I ask you to open doors, open doors of prosperity, open doors of favor, that angels will go before her in favor. And, Lord, that she will go in the direction that you have called her and set her path upon. And even as shall you not look backwards, said the Lord, do not carry the baggage of the past into the present, or you will, or you will destroy the joy of the present, said the Lord. Because I have called you from this present day forward. And in this present day forward, you shall no longer bring the baggage of the past. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, one more. Sorry. Yeah. I tell you what, I got some knowing up here. <laughs> I'm telling you what. Oh yeah, the Lord says, Lord says, daughter, I have called you and I have appointed you and I have set you. You are set in, said the Lord. You couldn't even jump out if you tried because this thing is so strong within you. And oh, am I not marinating my anointing in you in a stronger way, in a newer way? Even as you take this ministry on, said the Lord, there's a new marinating going on inside of you. And there's a new, and the Lord says, I am raising you up stronger than you ever thought you could be. And that anointing, God says, you're going to take that reign of authority and you're going to be bold and courageous because I I have set you in. Lord. Amen. 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 Take that stuff off. Whoa! I should have touched her. Okay. <laughs>
Ah. Lorraine, yeah, you need to gather her up into your little fold. Oh, thank you. I guess we can take this off too. Stronger and stronger. Well, that's good. I need that one. Yes, I'm trying to find as it. As soon as you disassemble, Maria. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> way down there. You stuck it right by. That was good, though. You, you, you protected it way down in there. Amen, amen, amen. That one's a little but I'll, yeah, I'll take it. Father God, that you reset whatever needs to yes. be reset in the mighty name yes, of Jesus. God. And 
we just plead the blood of Jesus over um, your health, over your well-being, yes, over your your um, uh, the way your body handles food. In the mighty name of Jesus, and I pray that this um, we get to the root, and that we get to the root of it, Father God. And Father God, if it is an attack, I just plead the blood of Jesus over her, Father God, and I just come against that in the mighty name of Jesus. I just pray for your healing to be released, your healing virtue to flow into her, Father God. Pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. And give her wisdom. Give her wisdom to know how to eat, what to eat, all those things, Father God. We just come against this attack in the mighty name of Jesus, and we plead your blood, Father, the blood of Jesus that has all the victory, all the provision that we need. Amen. Angela, okay. She works with Yolanda. Yolanda's okay. the head person, but she does, she's like one of the co-leaders. She does like the hospitality side of things, you know. But she's super annoying. You'll love her. You will love her. I, I've been wanting to fly. Yes. Well, you need to get with her. I can give you her number. You want to call her? You just want to We're going to start Yes. 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 So exciting. We well, see when I went over there to the first Bible study, yeah, I was the only woman there. It was all these men. And I was like, oh, what, what am I doing here? You know, before we started. I don't know. It's going to obey God. God sent me. So then, as we begin to, you know, he, he taught the word and then we begin to pray and worship and all that. And the prophetic just started booming. It was just flowing. I was prophesying over everybody. And the Lord said, This is the group that will instrument the prophetic into that church. It's lighting a fire. The word's going to spread. It's time. I want this church to come into the fullness of the fivefold. So when she, and then Tawana had told me about a week before that, she said, you know, I've been trying to get them to let us get a black group in here, a dance group, you know. I'm meeting all these stuff to get all these walls. I said, uh-uh, in the name of Jesus. And she texted me that yesterday. I almost fell over. I was like, Lord. 
And that's one thing that we talked about. Yes. I was like, yes, you what, brought what it up. What did the usher say if I got, yes. got in there with you, my flag? You brought it up, so that was the prophetic coming out of you. See, so I don't know who God's going to send that to, but it's being done by His Spirit. You know, it's being done by His Spirit. I'm so glad my husband. My husband, I don't know, I can't He'll come deeper. Yeah, He'll come deeper. Men are hard sometimes. A little bit. Men are hard sometimes. Yeah, kind of one one foot in, one foot out. Yeah, yeah, they got to, men are harder about letting themselves go. But he's had experiences with Oh, I can tell he has. I mean, he's, you know. He'll get revived. Yeah, he, that's what he needs. Revived. So God is revived. He's bringing a, a prophetic revival in this, in this hour. And the prophets are going to usher it in. And I wasn't and, sure if he received what you said or not. Really? I was, I was looking at him, kind of like, he might you, you said something about um, him being a light in the workplace. Yes. And, you know, he is. And all that. That's okay. So. You know, God does what He wants to do. He's kind of funny about the prophetic. He's like, well, if God's going to tell me something, He'll just tell me. He doesn't mean He's a well, person. Yeah, but see, that's you know true. I mean? But what people don't understand is we prophesy in part. And what people don't understand is that God sent people with prophetic anointings to point us. Prophets point to the future, to the past, to the present. And they decree and declare. And so, yes, so when a prophet is talking about that God will tell him, but when a prophet speaks into his life, it should either be confirming something he already knows, edifying him, ministering to a need, or edifying him in some way, or bringing him something that he needs to take to God in prayer. You know, it's revelation, it's revelatory. Yeah. Because none of us can hear God for ourselves 100%. That's right. We all have our flesh in the way. Yeah. And so that's what God, that's why he said, do not forsake this sin and you know, the body together. Because we have to work together to help each other. Just like the situation with me, when you pray, God may show you something I can't hear or see. It's hearing for ourselves is the hardest thing. It's much easier to hear for other people. But hearing for ourselves is difficult. I'm glad you said that because I always see prophets like, oh, they they don't need our help. You know what I mean? But we just gotta pray that God would open people's hearts to those things, you know. And men are the worst. That's why when God sent me among those men, because I was like, you got kidding me, you know. But then, but Carl is so on fire for God. The leader, oh my God, he is on fire. And the guy that went there, McGinty, they're the ushers, you know. And uh, when I went on the usher team at Easter, the Lord showed me that these ushers were ushering in and anointing into the church. They were physical ushers, but they're also spiritual ushers. And that's what God is doing. And he's sending us in to stand with the ushers and to help them usher in what God wants to do in that church. And see, I have a prophetic daddy, you know, he watches over me, he's a super, super powerful prophet, and he told me something one time, said, Angela, when a prophet shows up somewhere, they show up in your life, they show up in the church, they show up forever, that means, if they show up in your life, that means that you're about to, to be pulled up higher, that God is doing a new thing, you're coming up higher in the spirit. They're ushering in a new move, either in your life or in the midst of where they are. And Carl and them had been praying for revival at grace. They had been praying for this. 
right. Y'all are. You yeah. are. And that's what I'm going to tell you. I'm not just going around and bopping people with Bible study. I'm being led who to tell and who to bring. They're being picked by God. And crossed the same way. So we're doing this by the Holy Spirit. So Tawana will come in and then she may know because Tawana knows a lot of women in the women's group that I don't know. And she knows that Tawana is like us. She's very prophetic and very discerning. So God will show her who else to bring in that she knows better than even I, I do. Wait to meet her. Yeah, you're gonna love her. She's precious. Well, she's gonna be at the next Friday. She's coming. She didn't come last time because she had a, a birthday party to go to. Oh, okay. But she's gonna come this next time. Awesome. Can't wait to meet her. So then we have three women. Yes, we have three women. All Hallelujah. Right. <laughs> Three's a good number. Three's a good number. Yeah. Three's a good number, right? I don't care. You know what my thing is? We just gotta go where God tells us. And you never know sometimes. I'm leaving with me. Okay, I'm coming. I'll be there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we keep me praying yeah. for you, okay? Huh? We keep the prayers oh, for you. So I know your God, your God will free your daughter. I know that. They were my spirit. Oh, really? that, that your God, uh, your daughter going to be delivered no matter if they can hear two years. I see I see a friend of mine doing the same thing and now she's delivered. Wow. So, God will work I really you know, it's like the olive, like I say, the olive, we are the olive, and God's co-pressing us to make olive oil. Right? Yeah. Think yeah. about that. I feel pressure, right? We feel pressure, co-pressure. Sure, the process is hard, it's painful, but it comes to be the olive oil one day, no matter what. <laughs> oh, I received that. Yeah, I I'm going to make a plate to go. There's a lot of food here. Make a plate and take it with you. Oh, okay. See, I'm like this. I feel like having lettuce and watermelon. That's exactly what I feel like having. God bless you. Thank you for the sandwiches. I think that one's yours, right? Okay, turning off.